Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Good morning. Let's talk about security deposits today and why that's actually something you should put a little thought into from a real estate investment perspective. Now, you're probably familiar with what a security deposit is. Most people are. It's when you rent a property, you need to pay an additional amount. Typically, it's one month's rent that the owner of the property, the landlord, basically keeps an escrow. If something goes wrong, you scratch up the floors, you damage the place, the landlord then has the legal right to keep part or all of the security deposit to compensate them for the damage caused to their property. Now, the thought process here is tenants would take better care of the property because they know they won't get the security deposit back if something were to go wrong. Now, here's the interesting variable and something that's really worth your time in thinking about. In a lot of areas in the country, especially in larger cities or areas that lean more democratic in nature, security deposits tend to have a significant number of rules attached to them. For example, I am located in the Chicago area. Cook County, which is the county that Chicago has, has a substantial amount of rules related to security deposits. One of the most well-talked about rule, so to speak, is that the tenant needs to have access to the interest generated on their security deposit because the security deposit is kept in the bank, the interest that security deposit generates in the bank at any given point. Now, this is an interesting rule and there's dozens and dozens of them because there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways for a tenant to claim that a lease is invalidated. There's law firms specifically dedicated to helping tenants make that claim. For example, oh, my landlord didn't give me my interest within 24 hours when I asked for it. So because of that, the lease is now completely invalidated. I can move out whenever I want. I don't have to pay rent or I can stay here and don't have to pay rent. That's obviously a substantial issue from a real estate investment perspective and not something that you want to do. For that reason, what a lot of landlords in Chicago have done is they've moved away from a security deposit and instead have moved to a non-refundable move-in fee. Now, it's basically the same as a security deposit. It's an upfront fee, but it's non-refundable. It's paid in full and is paid at the commencement of the lease. Now, the downside to this is the tenant has no incentive to keep the property in good shape, but If you're talking about a strategy where you intend or expect to have long-term tenants, I think this strategy could make a lot of sense. Obviously, don't do this for student rentals, for college students. You're going to be in a world of trouble. There's going to be a lot of damage to that property. But if you're renting to a tenant base that's likely to stay in the property for a couple of years, then in my opinion, it makes more sense to look for the non-refundable move-in fee for a quick drop to the margin, drop to the bottom line margin boost. But you also aren't going to have to deal with the rules that you would see from a standard security deposit and security deposit rules. That's what we do at Scholastic, and it's it's a strategy that has worked quite well for us, and I hope works well for you too as well. All the best. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. I'm the Managing Director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single-family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three-plus-year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out, and if not, I'll see you tomorrow.